Welcome to Behind the Line, where we pull back the curtain on the challenges facing first responders and frontline workers. The work you do is unique, and so are the stresses that go with it. Join me as we tackle key issues to reduce risks for burnout, and as we work to support you in doing the job you love without sacrificing being the kind of person you want to be. Hey there, and welcome back to Behind the Lines. I'm your host, Lindsay Foss. If you're new to Behind the Line, what you should know about me is that I'm a clinical counselor specializing in trauma therapy. And after over a decade working with first responders and frontline workers around issues like burnout, compassion fatigue, PTSD, and related OSIs, I have become a passionate wellness advocate and educator for those who sacrifice so much for our communities out on the front lines. Behind the Line is a place for us to talk about the real-life behind-the-scenes challenges facing you on the front lines. I created this podcast with the hope of bringing easy access to skills for wellness, allowing you to find greater sustainability both on the job and off. The countdown is on. Christmas is only a few days away. Kids are off school, and we are in the thick of it. At this point, our family is well into holiday rituals and traditions, and I thoroughly enjoy watching our kids who are eight and five remember what feels important to our family during this season. It's also cool seeing what has become meaningful and important to each of them. My son cannot have Christmas without watching Home Alone and laughing until he cries as the unfortunate henchmen get paint cans to the face. My daughter cannot consider it Christmas without interacting with every single Christmas ornament and decoration and singing jingle bells at least a thousand times. I remember when my husband and I first got married, navigating our first couple of Christmases together as a couple were more challenging than either of us expected. We came to our relationship with strong ties to our own Christmas traditions, and there was a huge fight each year over the most important detail. What music you listen to while decorating the tree. I know it might sound stupid, although I'm guessing there are some people listening who have had this exact same fight, but it was honestly a big deal and it got pretty ugly. You see, in my home growing up, we listened exclusively to Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers' Christmas album on cassette tape, played on my dad's awesome stereo system. Classic. Meanwhile, my husband's family was attached to Boney M's Christmas album, which to me, to this day, seems like absolute blasphemy. Steel drums and Christmas still do not jive in my head and you won't ever convince me otherwise. After a couple of years of arguing and trying to blend the two, we decided to make our own Christmas tree decorating mix and added in some of our favorites, including the Bare Naked Ladies, Adam Sandler's Hanukkah song, and some other really fun ones. While it was a bumpy adjustment, I love the, what we've made it into, and it's become its very own version of special. When I think on this memory, it captures what I want us to talk about today. The thing about the holidays is we can get stuck in various ruts within it. 
we can get caught in the trap of doing too much and not enjoying any of it. We can get stuck in feelings of loneliness or overwhelm. We can struggle against the commercialism and lost sense of meaning. We can be overly rooted to traditions that don't serve us anymore. We can be stuck feeling we lack traditions that bring value to us. When I think about the tree decorating music story, I'm aware that we could have kept fighting about it every year for all of time. Easily that could have been what happened. At some point, we looked at it and decided to make a change. The change was uncomfortable, but also better. We paused, reflected on what mattered to each of us, refined it into something that would serve us well, and allow it each year to be a meaningful part of how we connect. Each year, we joke about those early years. Each year as we listen, we tell our kids about the songs mommy grew up listening to and daddy grew up listening to. It's become a part of our story and our storytelling. I know that it's a silly example, but I think it translates more broadly. So often we are autopiloting through the season. I have spoken with so many people who have said things like, I just have to get through Christmas. And I get it. The holidays can be a lot. And I get that there's a feeling of just needing to survive it and get to the other side. But doesn't that feel really sad to you? Like we're wishing away parts of our lives. And not just any part, but parts that are at the heart of it, meant to be reveled in and thoroughly enjoyed. That feels so sad to me. Now, I'm not saying everyone will or should expect to enjoy the holidays in the same way. Certainly for many, the holidays come with grieving, processing losses and firsts without loved ones. For some, there's distance from family and friends and a sense of aloneness that can be really difficult. There are lots of reasons that can contribute to the holidays not feeling fun and festive. But even in those pieces, I think there can be opportunities to choose what we'll make of it. Some of my favorite holiday things are really more about slowing down, sitting in front of my fireplace, sipping something warm in my cozy jammies and slippers, watching the world turn white outside, feeling the cold, crisp air when I step out into the world. Simple things quiet things. I think as I age, I find myself working more and more at cutting out the stuff that isn't serving me. I don't do a lot of shopping the way I used to. I online shop for my groceries to not be in the chaos with the masses. I limit what I say yes to. And I work really diligently at reflecting on what matters most to me, even as that evolves and changes. And I try to maximize the moments that bring me joy, calm, connection, and meaning. Behind the Line is sponsored by Beating the Breaking Point. Beating the Breaking Point is a seven-part online training program designed specifically for first responders and frontline workers and tailored to fill the gaps in your training to support resilience and sustainability. 
Whether you're new to the work and wanting to cultivate tools to prevent burnout, compassion fatigue, and related concerns, or you are deep into your years on the job and have gone a few rounds with burnout and other mental health challenges, this program offers the foundational pieces you need to support personal and professional wellness for the long haul. You are a helper. You love your work and you sacrifice a lot. Investing in you and your sustainability is the best gift you can give yourself and those who lean on you. We make this program as risk-free as possible by offering a limited money back guarantee to ensure that it's a fit for you. If you enjoy Behind the Line, you are going to love this program. Google Beating the Breaking Point Lindsay and find everything you need to get started or use the link in the show notes. Now, back to the episode. Reflect, refine, recharge. That is what I center on. And what I would invite you to center on as well as we near the holiday finish line. Reflect on what has served you well in the past and what serves you well now. Reflect on what hasn't served you well. Refine your plans to maximize what serves and reduce what doesn't. And allow room to recharge. Reflect, refine, recharge. I want to say one quick thing about recharging. Recharging doesn't mean lazy rest. It can mean that, but it doesn't only mean that. Sometimes recharging is an active state, like how your battery in your car recharges when your car engine is running and working. While times of quiet restfulness can contribute to recharging, so can energy-expending activities. Recharging can sometimes look depleting on the face of it, but in the long run it pays off dividends. A great example is when we take our family to Grouse Mountain to see Santa, go skating, hike through the snowy woods, and a whole bunch of other activities. We're usually there all day, from the time it opens early in the morning to when it closes late at night. It's busy and exciting and demands a lot of energy. But the amount of laughter, the silliness, the awe and wonder the memories we make, those give back all year long. I think on that day randomly throughout the year and remember with fondness so many of those moments. Those are the cherished times and they give back in spades. So on the surface, it may look like it costs time and energy and not to mention the moolah, But when we let it give back, we can find that there is more than what we see on the surface. So yes, think about ways to chill out and recharge passively, but also consider how to maximize the active moments to get something out of them too. As we wrap up for today, I want to remind you to please reach out and connect if you have any questions or feedback. You know I love hearing from you and shaping this podcast to echo your needs and interests. 
I love hearing about what you're working on and how you're using what we talk about on the show. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Lindsay A. Foss, where you can follow me or tag me, or you can email me at support at thrive-life.ca. To those who love this podcast and share about it to those you know, I want to say a huge thank you. I so value you helping us to make a difference for other frontline helpers who risk so much to serve our communities. Know that we can be found online on our website, on most major podcast platforms, as well as on YouTube. We make all of our resources available to you because the work you do matters. But more than that, you matter. And we want to make sure you have what you need to keep up the good work at work, as well as in your real life outside of your work. So use it and share it. And until next time, stay safe and Merry Christmas, friends.